Welcome to Co-op Mode. I'm my guest. Josh Ackerman. I'm Chris Lowe. I'm Benteen. How are you guys doing? What up? We're back again. <laughs> Ew. Damn. I hit the high note. I, 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 felt, I was feeling it. Like, my glasses are... are... You shattered? Like yeah. cracked? Something? You're wearing glasses? Oh. oh. Okay. Alrighty. Anyway, this is episode 36, and we're going to make it brief here, but um, we're going to talk about Hitman Absolution uh, just for a short bit, even though it was our main feature. The reason why we're doing so, we had already done this episode, and uh, the new upgraded software that I used did not function properly. We had our conversation was like two hours plus, and it recorded like an accumulative total of 40 minutes. Mm. And yeah, it was like got a little bit of the beginning, a little bit of the middle, and the end. And it's just like, how the hell did this happen? I don't even know. So I went back to the previous version that I've done a few tests on, and, and so far, so far, so good. No cutting in and out, no loss of data. But yeah, it, it just sucks. So. We're going to just hop right into our final thoughts and give our score. And following after Hitman Absolution, we're going to talk about E3 since that was the big event last week for us. So uh, I'm just going to kick it off. Uh, Hitman Absolution for me, um, I felt uh, it was a lot of hit and miss, hit and miss with the levels that I've, I experienced. Um, I had a few of my favorite or Chinatown um, being the uh, cornfield with a crazy nun those crazy uh, sisters who are trying to kill you and being in that bar fight, you know, walking through that bar. And I love, you know, I, I mind, I, I enjoy stealth games, but when we talked about, um, in detail, um, I may not be accustomed to really slow paced stealth games. And maybe that, maybe that's the case, but overall the concept of this, damn, that's my dryer. Um, overall, like I, I <laughs> the game itself, I don't think is terrible, but, I got to a point, I got really worn out, and by three-fourths of the way of the game, I, through the game, I was just I, I was just tired, and it, and it didn't really hold my interest, but some things were fun, some things weren't, but I don't know, I don't know if this would be a great starter for a stealth bait, you know, for someone who wants to try to get into stealth games. Um, if you want a faster pace, um, I would say you can always check out... Um, uh, what would it be another one that we just dishonored was it is a fast-paced stealth game where you get approached stealth stealth wise but if you really want to be like really slow methodical about what you do then this hitman may be up your alley and you're gonna probably hear much more in in-depth and tuned thoughts from the other gentleman but i gave it a six out of ten it's all right for me and but i can I'm sure Ben, Chris can highlight even more for you. Or even Josh, too, can give you more details. So I'm going to pass it off to Chris and let him take the wheel for a moment. Yeah, and going off of what you were saying, I'm way into slow, methodical stealth games that make me feel like I want to restart all the time just to get it perfectly and beat Ben's score. Way into it. Yeah, I'm way into that. And I'm way into this franchise, so, like, Definitely, like, if you're a fan of the Hitman games, you're going to be into this. Now, it kind of depends on, uh, like, which game was your favorite, like, what aspects of this you'll be into. Mm -hmm. There'll be missions that maybe you won't be super hot on, because some are, some, a few of them are kind of linear, but they're, I think they're mostly pretty open. 
I just it feels like a big open world puzzle for me, and and that's what I like about that. I I actually enjoy like walking through, figuring out where the limits are and stuff, and then restarting to get like a perfect run. And in the past, what's just a really good upgrade is uh, in the past games, or specifically in the last game, Hitman Blood Money, to get the uh, the best uh, rating, it was just get through to your mark and do it without kill the mark without anybody seeing um, and not killing anybody else. And I th- if I remember, you had like a li- only a li- like so many non-lethal lethal attacks you could do because you could only use those syringes. But now, the way you get Silent Assassin is not through actually being a Silent Assassin, it's by getting challenges, which makes makes you replay the levels more often. To get that and, higher score? Yeah, to get the high score, because there, there, are, there are and there are these challenges is, is how you get it. And some of these challenges are impossible to do. If you do one challenge, it's impossible to do another challenge. Like, there's always a challenge for getting through with only your suit, and then there's a challenge for getting every single disguise. Well, if you do one, you can't do the other. So it just adds the replay value to these missions in a way that you didn't even get in the past games. So I appreciate that. And, and I gave it a, a, a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10? I'm sorry. No, 9.5 out of 10. 9.5 I thought it was. 9.5 out of 10. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Mr. Ben Teed, sir. Okay, so I'm going to go kind of go out because I agreed with a lot of things Chris said. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to cover the stuff that he didn't. Yet. Okay. Um, I'll start off with my score. I gave it a 9.5 as well. Okay. Me and Chris are in love. Um, <laughs> babies. And Yes, babies. Um, so uh, I also had the, the same kind of history with the games. I also really enjoy those, uh, those uh, stealth mechanic kind of games. The part that I found that was most memorable about this game, because the reason why I, I picked the game, because it was, it was my choice this month and I picked Hitman, is because I thought there would be a lot of um, interesting um, experimental stories that happened throughout, and I figured that also um, that I may not like it as much as everyone else, but I ended up, obviously, with my score, I ended up really liking it. But what I was going to say was, there's a bit of like this presentation too, like these weird memorable characters, the strange settings, not even strange, more like um, diverse settings and stuff like that. Some of them were kind of strange. In particular, the ones I'm going to remember are the ones early on in the game, like Chinatown and and, uh, and a couple others. Uh, It kind of gets a little samey by the end of the the game. But um, the star of the show is definitely the the level design and and, and all the open-endedness with all the, the varied ways you can use all your objects and find all the funny ways to uh, kill your target or, or, you know, accidental, make an accidental, or excuse me, make it look accidental. One of the really surprising things about this installment of, of, uh, of Hitman was, in particular, uh, the Glacier 2 engine looks really gorgeous on, on PC for me. I don't know yes. what it was like for you guys on oh, on, yeah. uh, on uh, the console versions, but I thought it looked really well with all the gorgeous lighting and the details and stuff like that all the hundreds of people walk around the screen and uh what it did was kind of make me excited for um with e3 having been last week and stuff like that it made me really excited for a next gen hitman game uh what that could possibly be and 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 even even more openness and more crazy looking visuals and just i really want you know i like i said we, we talked about it before before the in the last time we recorded um before it got all 
jangled or whatever. Fuck. Is the the yeah, fuck all fucked up. Is is the story is is not like almost non-existent. It's just a crazy, silly, stupid thing that is a extremely watered down Tarantino or S kind of or Robert Rodriguez kind of. Uh, it's very kind of, bizarre. Yeah, it's bizarre. That, but the, I think that's kind of cool. Like the 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 characters are just over the top and strange, and and the design of these like nuns and stuff like that that you go after, and and some of these uh, really nasty villains and stuff like that are so over the top. And I feel like that's needed in order for them to be at all memorable. Because um, if I think if they took that seriously, then that would be really that. Boring. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't think it would really make an impact. I, th- I think this is the only way they can make an impact. And so I would say, even heighten it even more. Do a almost kind of like an irreverent kind of thing to it. But at the same time, don't forget your crown jewel, which is Agent Forty Seven, with the performance with David Bateson and and uh, and and all the other performances as well. But um, like he's kind of like the crown jewel of the entire, you know, uh, experience. And and I I love. Uh, I I don't know how we all talked about music as well in in the past recording. Um, I didn't find it nearly as memorable, but I really enjoyed it. Like the real like intense Inception horn kind of like kind of sound to it. I remember that design, but I also remember some some of the in world uh, voice acting and the NPC conversations are 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 pretty funny too in certain in certain places. Um, it's a really long game too. It's about twenty. It, I, I clocked in twenty seven hours. Out of the twenty missions, I don't oh, know. It's, it could be longer, dude. It could be even longer. I clocked uh, longer. Yeah, but I, <laughs> yeah. the reason why I have so many hours put in it is because of that replay challenge system of wanting to do certain things in in the world, and even more so than that, that that the, they should really just call this game, you know, chase chase the uh, score chasing, pretty much, because that's what I ended up doing. I kept seeing. Uh, Chris's username across the top of my screen before every mission, and I'd see the score he'd get, and I would strive to get even further and further in that in that level, um, trying to find anything. I'm trying to, I mean, I'm desperate trying to throw things because because it's it's just I'm interested in seeing, you know, did I find a possibility that he didn't? Did I match a score? Did I do? Did I figure out the same route or whatever? You know, so. Um, yeah, and, and then also um, the leaderboards are, are really cool, but but uh, there's also a contracts mode, which I don't think any of the any of the rest of you guys, I don't remember you guys saying you guys tried out. I didn't Kept it to set up the targets and then send it over to Chris. Didn't get to test it out. Yeah, and he didn't get to test it, but but that that kind of uh, adds I think to the replay value, so that's kind of cool. Of all the of all the ones in the franchise, and this is my final thought is is uh, all the ones in the in the franchise. Um, the Absolution's like probably the most accessible out of all of them. I know I won't even say probably; it is the most accessible uh, to me. I think this one is just—it's—it's uh, it's really well designed, and uh, I think that if they continue down this road of making that—that—that that, uh, that, what is that? It's not detective mode, but it's um, like uh, instinct, instinct, instinct mode, mode. Or whatever. Yep. I feel like if they keep going down that road with with uh, instinct mode kind of being there and 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 all the different ways. Uh, variety, having more variety and more openness. Um, I'm not saying bigger levels. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, I guess I'm saying it is uh, uh, more diverse fun ways to do it like this. Density. Yeah, or something. Uh, where the more I, dense you can make it. It's not even about the size of the world. This is about how dense you can make fill it. Fill that world, yeah. Fill that world with all these different things like this one did. Kind of look at this one as, as like your jumping off point and seeing what more you can add to it um, in order to... In order to uh, uh, diversify, and I think then then you'll have a great like 
further installments of this. Also, make sure the AI can't spot you all the time, because, you know, you dress as a chef, and every chef in that fucking level knows that you're not a chef, you know? And I was like, okay. Oh, you mean, like, um, you dress as a chef, and all the other chefs know that you're not... Yeah, it's so bizarre. It's like, I, I feel like that... that I really, think that's new to this one. Yeah, that really irked me. Or a civilian was like, hey, why is that radio on, guys? And I'm just like, who the fuck cares why the radio's on? Why are you even concerned? Anyway. Yeah, that that, that costume thing is kind of a compromise, because in past games, it was very hard to... See. People could see you through a disguise sometimes, and it was really hard to tell how sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But now, it's kind of black and white, and then you have the the instinct meter where you can just kind of yeah, put your exactly. head down and walk past people even if you're wearing the same outfit. Mm-hmm. So it's gotten much better. I just I, I think it just needs to be balanced out a little bit more because I'm like, you really know me? Like, you know that I don't, I'm not part of this crew? Okay. Man, you yeah. must know. You must, you must know. Those, get yeah. those stealth attacks and yeah. build up that meter and you can just walk past people. Oh, yeah. I, my meter's always been full. So, I mean, <laughs> still, it's just like, yeah, that needs working. But anyway, I digress. All right, Josh, I'll let you let you talk. That kind of really, just real quick, that kind of does really describe the whole franchise, though. Is it's always the, it's it, this whole thing. Each of these, what are there, five games? Like they're just working through all of these problems, and they're continuing to work through problems in the game. It's interesting. They're getting better, but it's still still not like perfection yet, which it never will be. Continue. Well, he's fine with balance. Mr. Josh Ackermain? Yeah, well, I had tried previous Hitmans uh, just briefly, and I didn't really like them because of... I think the main thing that turned me off really was the gameplay and just uh, the execution of everything. It was kind of rigid, and, uh, you know, I'm sure it still had the um, the same premise and, you know, all that open-endedness and stuff, but um, it just didn't grab me. And I think that they kind of, they kind of nailed it this time as far as the gameplay went um, and, you know... We talked about level design and how, how spot on that stuff was, uh, the visuals and everything. Um, I, I think it's, it was really well done. You know, I think that they gave you enough direction to where, you know, you knew exactly what you were, your end goal was supposed to be, but you had enough room, you know, to kind of color outside the line, so to speak, and, and figure out your own, your own path there. And that's pretty cool. You know, it definitely gives you the opportunity not keep retrying it again and again like some self games don't um because you know i have have kind of a low tolerance for that i think now so i would maybe do three three retries if i screwed up and got caught or something like that and then i would sh- just shoot my way out of it um <laughs> so um and the shooting's good and like it, that was still fun so you know it's props to them for allowing that um in a, in a game like this and you can still continue and you know try to be stealthy in the next segment or whatever but I'm going to give it an 8.5. Sweet. Yep. What outrage? Outrage! No! Yeah. Nice. Awesome. awesome. Well said. Yeah. Nicely done. All right. So that's Hitman Absolution for you guys. And, so, and once again, I we apologize for the non-in-depth review. I wish I could have salvaged it, but it was just... It was, it was a fucking headache. So with that being said... We're going to move on to the next segment of the show, and we're going to talk about E3. And how can we not talk about E3? It's the biggest gaming conference of the year. One of the biggest gaming conferences of the year, where all you have all the big wigs that, that you know, Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, EA, Ubisoft, come out and present 
the goods or this year? Are, are they really like what's that? I know the answer. I was gonna say, did we go this year? Uh, no, we did not go this year. Man. No, we wish uh, we wish he did. <laughs> we suck. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick it off about uh, for E3. What were you guys really? What was like the most anticipated thing? What did you really want to hear that would have made made your jaw drop? That wasn't that wasn't announced. Was it was it like something on your wish list that was not announced? So I'm gonna start with Josh. You're, you go first. I don't. Oh, so I don't think that there. Anything that I was looking for specifically that wasn't announced. Okay. I was looking for more gameplay. Um, I think that that there were several games that like you know I kind of knew were coming. Uncharted, for example. Yeah. That I wanted to see, even if it was just a glimpse of something you know, that, like, was, like, an in-game engine or something like that, rather than it's just CGI, um, that would have been cool, but didn't get to see that, um, I'm trying to think of another example, because there were, like, a couple other games that were like that, where they just showed a trailer, oh, the new Tomb Raider, by the way, I'm really excited that they announced the new Tomb Tomb Raider, um, within that reboot of a franchise, because I, as you all probably know by now, I love the last iteration of it, so. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it'll be a great game, bad title, though. Yeah. yeah, I know the title's fucking awful, but what's the name of the title? Rise of the Tomb Raider. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Seriously? Yep. yep. The dark. I immediately dark thought of Rise the of the Planet of the Apes when I heard Rise, that. Rise of the Planet of the Rise of the Planet of the Dark of the Moon Raider. Wow, you're not kidding. <laughs> wow, that's Rises, the dark tomb. That's 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 a terrible title. All right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. So the Rise of the Tomb Raider. But whatever you know i mean i'm i'm really i'm gonna be stoked for that one i'm definitely gonna play that um i'm psyched that they showed more of batman ah! got to see some bonerific stuff from batman um some actual gameplay from uh arkham knight i do think that batmobile is cool that batmobile is badass it's awesome they had a, apparently i was seeing uh i follow chris gore on instagram and he was posting a bunch of pictures of like the actual they had like a, I don't know, an actual render, like a mock-up or whatever of it, like a Mac full-size Cat. one, full-size Batmobile from Arkham Knight. Wow. I'm just excited, man. I've watched that. I think I've watched the announcement trailer over and over, the father to son. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, it's so badass. It's so good. I always get chills watching. I'm like, I'm like this is Batman. Yeah. This is fucking Batman. I and know. It looks like they certainly kept like <clears throat> a lot of the gameplay and mechanics intact. You know, from like Arkham City and um, Asylum, Arkham Asylum, but uh, they just sort of evolved it. So I'll be really interested to see, you know, what other ways they pushed it forward. Because I mean, in terms of action games, like you know, just the mechanics of the fighting, especially, I don't know if it gets much better than like Arkham City, at least for me, mm-hmm. because it's, the, the combat is so fluid. It's uh, man. It's pretty nice. It's, it's the Tony Hawk Pro Skater of melee combat. Is how I feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good. You good just want to run around, hit every dude in the face. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You can almost just like sit there and zone, rule, and just like beat beat the shit out of people and not miss a beat. That's that's a good feeling. Oh yeah, it's a good feeling. Well, in that game, at least it is. <laughs> if you skip uh, Arkham Origins, then I feel like you're probably really, really jonesing for this game. Yes. Because it's been a while. <clears throat> it has. I'm, yeah, oh man, I had so much fun with uh, Arkham City. I loved it. 
So, Chris, what about you, man? Well, what was the original question, man? What was like? What was on your wish list, basically, that that wasn't announced? Oh, I, I guess there was not really anything I was okay. expecting that wasn't announced. I, I mean, especially I, I, I don't. Yeah, there was nothing that I was waiting for. Like anything that people were talking about, like your Last Guardians, your Half Life threes, I did not expect to be there at all. So I wasn't upset that they weren't there, and. I, I can say whatever I I can say what I feel about the Last Guardian later, but uh, <laughs> otherwise I did. I, what I like, what's interesting about this E3 is like there was nothing that blew me away, but nothing that I thought was like disappointing. Like okay. I thought everything that they showed was interesting, and for the most part, I probably want to play it. Like even stuff they showed for the Wii U looked interesting. Yeah, that that I, I'll we'll talk about that later on, but yeah, that really actually caught me by surprise. Nintendo's conference caught me <clears throat> caught me off guard in a good way. The it, biggest thing that I was uh, expecting, but I didn't expect them to actually show. The biggest surprise actually was The Witcher Three, because I didn't expect them to actually show any actual gameplay. <clears throat> Seeing that was like, okay, this is this is real. This is happening. Yeah, I need a next gen platform. You know, I haven't watched. <laughs> What's that, Ben? I said I I was responding to Chris, I'm like, you know what, I haven't, I haven't watched that at all. I haven't seen, it, I haven't watched a, a trailer for it or a gameplay looks, for it. It looks pretty. It, uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, good. The tra- what's good about the trailers is they don't reveal a lot. They just reveal enough to make you excited if you played the last two games, essentially. Like, all you know going into this game is that the one big overarching thing that Geralt has been dealing with, he's probably going to finish in this game. Which is exciting. To finish the fight? Essentially, kind of. <laughs> Wake up, John. I can, I can hear you like, eh, maybe. Kind of. Well, it's, I mean, I don't want to explain what the whole Witcher games are. You'd have to, that, that's a whole other conversation. But it, it's exciting, I think, for the fans. And I'm excited for that one. And, oh, you know what was the biggest, a big surprise for me, actually, was, uh, I don't think you guys mentioned this at all, or hit the, hit your radar at all. But the new Rainbow Six game looks exciting to me because it looks like old school Rainbow Six, but PvP. I agree with that. I like that. I like that trailer. Like, even though it could have totally been smoke and mirrors. I know. I mean, I know like, it was I'm, completely rehearsed and canned, but it's not to say that those things can't happen. You know. Right. It, it was totally like I could see that happening in a in a actual match in something that would come out this 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 current console generation that we're starting, you know? I mean, it, the framework is there. They're not doing anything super original with the whole tactical aspect of Rainbow Six. That's been Rainbow Six from the beginning, and it was Rainbow Six when it was Rainbow Six, and that's what it was when it was Rainbow Six Vegas. The big difference is bringing the, the, the kind of asymmetrical PvP in, in there. So, well, it's not asymmetrical PvP, but the the, the player versus player stuff. Yeah, they have kind of stuck. Even if it's something nothing new at all, it's 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 one of those what what was once old is new again type things for me. I haven't played something like that for a while. Yeah, it, it looks like cool. SWAT four. I don't know if you guys ever played SWAT four, it but like they're cool. making it better. So uh, Ben T, how about yourself, man? Okay, so this is what we were wanting to hear or wanting to see, but didn't didn't get to see it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of agree with Chris. Like, I, I kind of knew when I was going in, like, I probably wasn't going to see Last Guardian. I probably wasn't going to see much from 
uh, Valve or anybody like that. Let me think. I don't know. I guess I guess I was wanting to see more like new properties, like new, like new off the radar kind of stuff. And I guess I did, but I don't know. I don't, it's kind of like a weird like false victory, I guess, because I don't even know if any of it's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like did Microsoft uh, like announce a new years IP? Ago, did they not? I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Sony did, and so I, did it's not Nintendo. so much. The, it's not so much the new IPs. It's just like I wanted to see just new things, and I guess I got that because there was a whole yeah. bunch of new stuff, like indie titles and stuff that that were coming out. But in particular, uh, it was Last Guardian, I guess, because there was that talk before the the couple days beforehand where they were talking about uh, on <laughs> Twitter the someone from Sony was like, "Well, it's not dead." I mean, they it's confirmed not that it still so, exists. Yeah. It still exists, but like it's not. It, but I, so that kind of gave me some hope at the last minute. But I mean, to answer that question, I guess I guess it would have been Last Guardian. Yeah, same here, dude. Oh, no, uh, I did kind of get what I wanted in terms of new stuff, and that's kind of what I was going to talk about. You already talked about. That. Yeah, he, he mentioned Half Life uh, Three. Wait, what? What? Go ahead. Batman, he said. Oh, Batman. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, you already mentioned Batman Arkham Knight, and you guys talked a lot about it. I'm, you guys were talking about the combat and how much you guys love that. The part that got me about about that trailer uh, was two things. One was the very beginning of the trailer when he's, like, standing in, like, like the Wayne Tower office. Uh-huh. And he's in, like, an actual, like, honest-to-God skyscraper. Like, he is standing in a, in a skyscraper. He walks out onto the balcony. Yeah, he's walk walks out onto the balcony and it looks great. Like it if that's all the engine, like that that's really spectacular. Like there's a lot to be excited about in this next generation if that's what that, games look that, like. That kind of inferior like, may not be transitions between interiors and the uh the open world. There's kind of been this thing since Skyrim. Like ever since Skyrim came out, the background or like the the, the further out that you go, it's like you can go to that, what you see in front of you, like that background or that far, far off distance. Like they're, they're ta- a lot of games have been touting that, that ability to be actually travel to, to that structure, to that distant place or whatever. And that's kind of impressive as well. But the, um, but to kind of go off of that, oh, the other thing about the Batman one was, um, uh, what was it? It was like a, it, it's kind of like you mark, kind of like marking in, um, in Splinter Cell Conviction. But it's with punching. I don't know if you guys caught that. No. Like he can like mark. He can like mark different uh, groups of guys, and then when he drops down on the one and punches him, you know how you can like drop down and like hold X or whatever and take the guy out. Uh Well, if you've marked the other guys, you can drop down on them, punch them, and then immediately rush over to another one, and then immediately rush over to another one and take all three of them down. Oh. Like Batman would. So. Huh. So it's it's kind of a cool little little thing. You can, like, okay, but to go off of that, attacks. like, what's that? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I was just confirming. Continue. I was like, do a do attack or whatever. The Batmobile was. I I mean, I I can't get excited about that because I haven't really, I haven't obviously I haven't played it or anything like that. But I mean, that's cool. I just don't know how that would work. And just like the idea that you know, with all the grappling stuff. Yeah, it's just kind of neat that that's an option. Oh. Just the idea that you might be able to traverse the environment without touching the ground, whether it be you're driving and then you go into gliding and then land back inside the Batmobile again, like, that just sounds cool. 
I mean, I like that concept. Yeah, it's a very Batman. I mean, they're paying attention to all of that, like the Scarecrow, like the way they introduced that at the end of the, at the end of the uh, gameplay um, trailer, trailer and stuff like that, like like messed up and yeah, at the end of the trailer, that was kind of cool. I was, um, I was, I was but very to, happy to kind of go off like uh, finding out in the like in the distance, you can actually go there, kind of stuff. That's another thing that the guys at the making the new Zelda were kind of touting too. So I've been kind of in the middle of, of Twilight Princess, and I, I have aspirations of playing Skyward Sword pretty soon and stuff. But to kind of, like, make uh, ideas of uh, these, like, larger worlds, but, like, kind of thinking of a nonlinear path. Because, like, everyone takes this a single path through the same Zelda. You always have to figure out all the puzzles in the exact order in order to get yeah, the progress first, in that game. Though, right. And I guess if they're talking... You'll be able to uh, maybe do it in a different order or your own order. That's that would be kind of nice too. I would like to know more about that. That kind of got me a little See, that's excited. That's like the original Legend um, of Zelda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh-huh. then um, I guess if I were to give any runners up uh, to to any of them, No Man's Sky. I finally saw like gameplay footage of that being played. Oh. Uh, and I I thought that looked kind of cool. I think there's a ton of possibilities. I just don't know exactly what you're doing. Or what, yeah. where you're going. I just think that it just looks it's appealing really to me, but it's not yet. like in terms. Can they do it? What they say they're gonna yeah. do. It sounds too open-ended for me. Like the the developer wasn't even able to describe what the objectives were. Like it's basically just like you explore. That's you it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a little. I don't know. I'm I'm not much so, of an explorer anyway. Like I need some direction and like tell me where to go in the games otherwise i feel like i'm not like i feel like i'm with you if they take like a minecraft approach to it where it's just kind of do exactly what you want or rust and like you kind of don't know when to say okay i'm done with this that's gonna be hard for me to play it too yeah so that's what i'm afraid of i really like the art style though um yeah it looks beautiful oh another, another open-ended one that might be more along your your guys's line would be maybe far cry 4 Oh yeah, I um, about that. It looks awesome too. That one's more objective based, but the the only one that I watched was the more like the first five minutes of the game, and you had a uh, that Troy Baker that Troy that Troy Baker performance was kind of cool. That's that's another runner up for me, I guess. Would be uh, maybe not Far Cry Four, but like Troy Baker. <laughs> did you actually see the gameplay demo where they did a mission or two? Yeah. What's that? Yeah. No, I didn't. You didn't see the game? Oh, man. Oh, dude. It looks good. It looks cool. Some of the best stuff you could do in 3, like the the the, uh, the parachute suit, like that was something that took you you had to get through most like most of the la- like the last game to even get that suit. It looks like they're giving it to you at the beginning. Like there wasn't enough you could do with that game with that suit in the last game. So now it looks like you have it the whole time. So that's awesome. That is cool. You'd be able to like escape like across the island with that thing or something. And the dude in that mission who uh, showed up with the auto gyro or whatever that little helicopter thing was that he had—that's the guy who was in Far Cry Three. And he was hilarious, so that's fun too. Good to know. So and then I think I oh what's that? Sorry, keep going. Who keep going? My who? final is uh like my final. Okay, go Ben. Just go. Me right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just my my other my other uh, hello. You you're going. What the fuck's happening? 
Okay. Go. Okay, I keep hearing oh. people talking. I'm like, what? 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 All right, my <laughs> final one is... God damn it, Josh. <laughs> Grim Fandango, god damn it. I'm finally happy I'm going to be able to play Grim Fandango. <laughs> I guess I could have pirated it illegally. But god damn it, now I can play it. All right, Josh? All right? <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> You man, it's all you. Hey man, you play that. <laughs> all right, continue I, on, Ben. No, I'm done. That was it. Okay. But I just wanted to mention those five things. So. <laughs> okay, uh, I I'll say that I I was kind of in the same boat with you, Ben, about the Last Guardian. Like I was thinking that you know when it's not dead, when they said oh it's not dead, it's like maybe that's a hint about um. It's like it's maybe like it's a little nod that they may announce something, and then during the Sony conference, they mentioned the guy who was overworking in Japan for like 15 years, and I'm thinking I got so excited because I'm like, oh shit, he is he gonna really drop this? Like, is it gonna really happen? I'm like, that's the only thing I think of was like Team Japan, and I can think of like I was like, oh, Last Guardian for sure, and it was the fucking other you know other apps like that microsoft did you know during their microsoft conference i'm like really you went down that route like it, that was like the biggest drag for me it was all about those apps and how they you have the, like the sony tv kind of like apple tv and all that stuff i was like i didn't care about that at all and i was really bummed so like i was i was actually kind of expecting last guardian and i'm looking f- and i'm gonna keep my eye on the tokyo game show what happen, which happens on uh, happens later on this year, and see if there's any sort of announcement for that. Oh. I knew there was not going to be. A I game. don't think it'll be. A, I don't think it'll be a Tokyo Game Show. I. I, I think. I, I think helpful. when they announce when they announce that game, again, it'll be out the same year. Yeah. Probably. Because they clearly announced it too early. Like, clearly, it yeah. Was, like it wasn't a game when they showed it off, or or if it was, they scrapped it. So, like, I think they're going to get most of the way through it. They might get, like, into the alpha stage of development in that game before they announce it. Oh, probably. And and I also knew that uh, I wasn't disappointed by that the fact that Kingdom Hearts 3 wasn't there or um, uh, there wasn't any Final Fantasy. Claire Enix said in advance that neither of them were. Oh, yeah. So I knew going in in there wasn't going to be, so I wasn't disappointed by that at all. So I was like, okay, but you know, keep. I know it's in development, which is nice. Which is another thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tackle about. I'm gonna talk about EA, which is like uh, talk about my like miss my most dis, my biggest disappointment was EA's conference because I was really looking forward to Battlefront and uh, Mirror's Edge two, and yeah. they they had a concept what they call a conceptual prototype, and which was like. It's not fully rendered footage. It's just test footage. And and they had a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this feels like like a DVD like special or some kind of like a, like a commercial or something like that. And that's what you know, that's what essentially it was. No, and <laughs> and I was no, like, not in a marketing event. <laughs> I was looking but here's my thing. I was really looking forward to actual Fully rendered gameplay. That's what I wanted. I think, I think that would have essentially been impossible. Hey, oh, and I was so disappointed by that because it's like when I heard. You I re- yourself up for that. 
for that for that uh, disappointment there, buddy. What's that? You set yourself up for that disappointment there, buddy. Hey, man, a year. It's like I was just like I wanted like a minute, just a minute of footage because I was reading online like, oh yeah, they're gonna have Battlefront <laughs> at E3 and they're gonna have Mirror's Edge two at E3, and I'm thinking, holy shit, this is awesome. All right, that's cool. And when I saw the footage, I'm like, oh, that's all you have? Well, I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's going to be a huge budget game. There are probably a few hundred people are going to work on it, and they only started working on it last year. I yeah. Mean, how far could you expect them to be with it? I just want to see some damn environments and some interactions. Like honestly, I honestly think that we got more than we could have bargained for with it. Like, I, I wouldn't have even expected what they did show. Honestly, I, I think what they had to show was really impressive given that they only they first announced it last year and when they announced it at last year's E3 we're talking about like this was this is coming this is only coming off the coattails of how they had only recently announced Disney had only recently announced that they were allowing EA to make Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. So you have to imagine when they announced it at E3 that was super fresh. Like that was like you know most games get announced deeper into development, I think, like, they literally, like, probably didn't even have a team together when they announced it last year. So the fact that you had anything visible at this year's E3, you know, even if it was just Showed them working what, 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 indoor, what indoor looks like in next gen for, for, for the 15th time in a video game, like, <laughs> yeah. I think I, we don't know what that game's going to be. I don't think you'll see a whole lot of actual gameplay until that game is close to coming out. Which, when is that coming out? Sometime around when the movie comes out? 2015, I imagine. They're going to make that happen. Oh, I imagine. I, I mean, I can't see why Why even would if they? It's a, even if it's broken, there's no way that game's not coming out next yeah. November or December. EA does, that, does have a habit of doing that. But yeah, I, I was just like, I just wasn't happy with it at all. I was like, eh. I wanted more, man. I really did. I wasn't unhappy with it. Like, I wasn't ecstatic about what they showed, but it's hard for me to get upset about something if I didn't have expectations to begin with. <sighs> like, it's about being realistic, you know? Like, yeah, I just thought EA, I thought EA was just a bunch of filler, and their biggest, their biggest thing, supposedly, was that Battlefield glorified cops and robbers. And I was yeah, just, and, uh, I have a demo code for that, and I haven't even bothered downloading it yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. The beta started that day, didn't it? Yeah. I was like, this is, like, I, I, I wasn't... It's weird, right? Yeah, I didn't... Like, did even... Game they seems didn't... weird. They What's never that? really even fixed Battlefield 4. <laughs> like, I'm like, why do I even want to... I traded it in because it was just... They didn't even have the ability to get into, like, a client, like, a party with your friends. What? Like, what kind of an online game with that many people? Seriously? Oh, your friends, yeah. I was trying to play it with my brother, and you basically just have to pick a server and hope it doesn't fill up before you both get in there. And even then, oh, wow. you're probably on separate teams. Yeah, like that was absolutely <laughs> unforgivable for me. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> oh, EA. You gotta love EA, don't you, man? It's They're the best. <laughs> oh, my God. And I, I wasn't that impressed with the new Assassin's Creed either. That they showed. I mean, like, I'm I'm done with Assassin's Creed until they like 
completely fucking overhaul it, I think. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't really uh, like the Black Flag. Yeah. You, you didn't like Black Flag? Not really. I mean, it was it was all right. Like just it was it seemed really buggy to me. <laughs> like the gameplay seemed really buggy. It was like really clunky. Clunky is a good word for it. Not smooth with the animations at all. The combat wasn't smooth. Battling on sea within your ship was cool and it looked pretty, but it got old for me kind of quickly. And then like they just had the same old fucking side missions, like follow somebody and make sure that they don't hear you, and then you know, eavesdrop on them for a while, and it's, like, just kind of, like, felt like the same, like, you know, tired old side quest you do in every open-world game. <laughs> you know so, what I'm saying, though? Like, I do like... The... What are you going to say, Ben? I said I do like the setting of the new Assassin's Creed Unity. They have it in the French Revolution. Yeah, yeah. Setting looks that cool. That looks really nice. And this is the first time they introduced, like, co-op with, um like multiplayer with well, not multiplayer but co-op but during the single campaign and i, I kind of like that because it seemed at least it appeared like you can kind of do multiple things at once at least it did but i'm not too sure i could be interpreting it wrong but i thought that was cool i like the fact it's like all my friends can play this and all in every other assassin's creed game it's been single player right i think so yeah okay. there, there are there's competitive multiplayer in uh Starting with Brotherhood, but I, I'm just really surprised that they caught on to just doing to, to doing them co-op because I, I always had this like impression like that even though I haven't played any of the games I always got the impression that like this Creed you know when I hit Red Brother you know I heard about Brotherhood it's like you could play as multiple people or something like that I mean that's what I thought you know based no, on no you recruit assassins okay because. Uh... When you start the game, when you start the previous Assassin's Creed game as Ezio, there no longer is a Brotherhood. Oh, okay. The Brotherhood has basically fallen apart. Oh, okay, okay, that's cool. Well, I, I just, I just like the idea of doing co-op in that kind of a setting. That seems, that seems fun. I don't know, maybe that's why I haven't started playing any of them, because I'd rather play with you guys. I don't know, because I just seems like that seems like more of a team effort sort of thing, kind of like Gears of War, and that way we can just. You know, all play together, multiplayer or co-op, whatever you want to call it, and then shoot the shit. I mean, that's what I liked about it so much. You know, with Gears, you know, yeah. I got to play with you guys online. You know, different types of modes and everything. You know, team effort. The, I like it. The thing that scared people though about the the co-op in Unity was that it didn't look what they showed didn't look very tactical. It kind of just looked like you're all just fighting dudes. In a room, it, it looked kind of. You haven't played an Assassin's Creed game. It looked very anti-Assassin's Creed. But I'm sure you'll probably be able to like time like stealth kills with each other to like you know kill a bunch of dudes without being seen or something like that. There was another one. Um, was it called the Division? Was it called the Division? That, that's a yeah, Ubisoft the, game. The yeah. was announced last year. It was. Oh yeah, they had an extensive gameplay trailer for it last year. <laughs> no, I don't remember that at all. I don't remember it. I remember that one. That one looks really cool. Yeah. But, again, I don't know how it's going to work very much. I mean, they kind of spelled it out a little better and kind of refined the one they did last year. Yeah. But, I mean, like, um, yeah, I don't know. What I got from I, it is it's kind of like a Destiny thing where, like, you sort of party up in your own, like, clan, but it's like a huge open world anyway, and you're sort of fighting PvP and NPC, like, at the same time. 
That's another game I didn't understand until this year, Destiny. It wasn't until I watched um, a quick look on Giant Bomb that I was like, oh, that's what that game is. Yeah. Oh, it's Borderlands. <laughs> it's 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 Halo Band. Halo Band. Halo Lands. Border Halo. <laughs> Border Halo. Halo Lands. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Halo, I got a question for you. Um, they they announced the Master Chief Collection, and it, it kind of seems like they're kind of getting on that bandwagon of at least with the Halo Collection of remastering previous versions of a game, kind of like what Sony does. And putting them on the newer genera- on the newer console. Are any of you like excited for that? Like, does that even like? Not in the slightest. Well, well, there's a big difference between what they do with the with the with the Halo games and what Sony does with their past games. Sony sometimes they do a good job of HDifying older games. What what Microsoft is doing has done with Halo Combat Evolved and Halo Two is they are literally taking. Like r- literally taking the like the most recent graphics engine and redoing yeah. all of the graphics, but, but they're, they're leaving all of the gameplay code and scripting, but literally putting a new graphics engine on top of it. So they're giving it basically a facelift, a big facelift for sure. I, yeah, where like where they're throwing some mascara, where Sony throws mascara on their games when they HDFI, Microsoft is like giving it plastic surgery. (laughs) See, I got something different. What I read was that uh, Halo 4 especially was like getting no graphical treatment whatsoever. Like it's just a straight port. Well, they're they're up-resing it to 1080 and it's going to run at 60 frames per second. Well, that's not a complete overhaul. That's not like tearing it out and remaking. No, 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 no. The only game, the only game, the only Halo game they're overhauling this year is Halo 2. That's the okay. only one that's getting a graphical treatment. They're okay. they're re, they're reinserting the Halo Anniversary Edition, which has the graphics engine of Halo Reach. And then they're and then we, based on what they're saying, it looks like they're taking the Halo Five graphics engine, or some sort of revamped version of the Halo Four engine. But but I'm thinking probably the Halo Five engine, and then they're redoing Halo Two. So I think. Oh yeah, and and they're redoing the uh, the cut blur studios redoing the cutscene. Oh wow! Huh. Yeah, so there's going to be CG in there like there was in Halo Four, because Halo Four was the first Halo game that had CG, because they were always in-game graphic uh, cutscenes before. Yeah, and then the other big thing, really the big thing for, for I think that people are going to be into is not this graphical overhaul. They are for the first time bringing back multiplayer. From Halo Combat Evolved, untouched. They're, it's just it is Halo Combat Evolved multi. From my understanding, it is Halo Combat Evolved multiplayer online for the first time ever. And then there, and then when, you can play Halo Two multiplayer again. You can play Halo Three multiplayer again. Huh. Like, do you they, think? Do you think that that's that's a big seller for Xbox or yes. Xbone? Okay. Oh yes. Okay. People, oh my God, are you serious? People were pissed. When um, they shut down the servers for Halo Two, yeah. Oh, okay. Like you gotta remember, like Halo Which... is is the only franchise that Microsoft has that they've had since day one. It is, you know, that is their franchise, and there are people who have been around from day from back in the day who, if they have the opportunity to on one box, online, play Halo One, Halo Two, Halo Three multiplayer again. I bet you they'll do it. 
It sounds sounds like a big selling point to I'm me. I'm excited then. for it. God damn it! I want to play. <laughs> I want to play holes on Hang 'Em High with somebody. God Do with Hang 'Em High. Do with Hang 'Em High. I don't know if it's enough for to warrant like another sixty dollar purchase for me though. I got enough shit to play. Well, I mean, it's like <laughs> it, it gives me a reason to throw away the three sixty and the older copies. Like I, I would do it. Oh, okay. See. Yeah. Like I wasn't around, like I was around, but like I, I never indulged in those LAN parties for Halo at all. At the time, it didn't really struck my, it never struck my interest until we played Halo Four for the show, and that's when I was like, oh, I want, I want, I want to try, I want to try these games out now. But Expo, then, I'm not sure. Just I'm, not, I'm not sure if for just for the Expo that would warrant a purchase for me. I mean, like that's a four hundred dollar console plus a sixty dollar, assuming sixty dollar game. Just for the one game would ever make me want to buy a platform, probably. But like, it's my it could like tip me over the edge or something, maybe. I mean, speaking of which, I mean, like, look at um, Nintendo. Like, I I, I, I might buy. I could probably get something just to play The Witcher Three as a (laughs) dot. Look at Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo's conference seemed to seem to do pretty well. Uh, you know what? I would almost argue that just based on how little people were expecting from them, they probably did the best. You know, I wouldn't argue with you, man. Like when I when I was watching Nintendo's conference, I was kind of struck by. I was like, you know what? I would play that game. I would play that game too. And I that's didn't what, even, what game are you talking about? Because I didn't even get to see any of it. Um, what's that? The Mario Creator thing. Mario Maker. Uh, Mario, that Mario Maker was really cool. Basically, uh, from what I saw, it was like you know, it looked like the eight-bit Mario, and you can design courses. You design your own courses that you want, and you could run them and have other people play them too, and you can play on other people's courses that they create as well. I thought that was pretty neat. A personal, it's a guilty pleasure of mine, but I'm a fan of the Dynasty Warriors franchise, and they have Hyrule Warriors and. Hyrule Warriors is basically kind of taking the same concept of Dynasty Warriors, basically being a hack and slash with uh, Zelda characters, essentially. And, and then, of course, you had the Zelda open world game, which looked phenomenal. But, you know... Link saw, is a girl. What's that again, Ben? Link is a girl, maybe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which would be awesome. I think that'd be cool. I I don't. That doesn't bother me. I just thought it was fun. I was like, man, he he look, Link looks pretty feminine in this version Link right looks here. Looks like a lady. Dude looks like a lady. Um, the other one I wanted to mention too that I really really am interested in was a uh, Yoshi's Woolly Woolly Tail Yarn Yoshi. Whatever the hell that was. Oh yeah yeah I, I know what you're talking Yarn about. Yoshi. Yeah. Look up a, look up a trailer for that. That looks like beautiful. What's that? They're so cute. Anyways, definitely an interesting art style. Yeah. Also, Splatoon, the new IP from like for Nintendo. Yeah. I was yeah. so shocked. There was a new IP announced. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Ballsy. All I anybody know. wants from them is like new Metroids and stuff, but then they have those balls to reveal something new. The gall. I know. Branching <laughs> out a little bit, man. And I thought Splatoon looked a lot of fun as well. And I'm just like, holy shit, really? Like this is. It's kind of impressive that they're doing this. But it is. It might be too late, but it's an impressive 
and this is all of like, but the games that we're talking about is coming out in 2015. I'm thinking about the 2014 year. Oh man, and I, that was like the theme for this year, right? This year's E3. If there's one thing disappointing about this year, for not necessarily for me, but for other people like Josh Ackerman who already own a PS4, most yep. of the shit they showed is not coming out this year. No, <laughs> nope. It's all about 2015, man. And that's like, and that's why I'm kind of happy that I'm not an early adopter right now. It's like. I'm, it's not like me like waving, you know, saying na 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 na, boo, you know, tough tough shit. It's just like I didn't feel compelled at the moment when they announced the PS4 or the Xbox one to be like go out and purchase these. Every announcement they've been talking, like everything they talk about is like coming out next year, and I'm just like, okay, I can wait now. I could totally wait. I, I, I don't feel hardline is an open beta on PC. Maybe a price drop by then, though. I doubt it. What's that again, Josh? Sorry. The question is, is there going to be a Price drop to warrant waiting till then because I don't think they're gonna they're gonna drop the price. PS4s are selling too well. Uh, oh, I would. Yes. No, no, there's no reason no. why they would. PS4s are selling like hotcakes, man. And I know, like, even though this wasn't announced at E3, but you know, the new Mario Kart really breathed some new life into the Wii U, and that game alone has been getting great reviews, and a lot of people are digging that as well. But Again, like I said, it's. I feel like for 2014, um, it's not really worth a loan to purchase. And I even though this new Smash Brothers are, isn't the new Smash Brothers supposed to come out this fall? Am I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they announced some new characters as well. And again, it's. It's. I just feel like next year maybe. Was- I again next year it would be the year for like me possibly getting some new consoles for sure. So are you guys really just waiting on the games, or are you just waiting on like getting the cash set back and then? Oh, oh! If I had, if I had like certain things taken care of, and uh, I had the cash, I, I would, I would certainly have okay, one of these platforms by now. Oh yeah. Um, it, I just enjoy because like just, my problem with like PS3 at this point is like sw- just switching between things takes too long because it's, it's only got 512 megabytes of RAM. Yeah. And, like, I've seen how quickly you can navigate a PS4. Like, oh, I would like God, to just dude. have that. Yeah. Like, just switching from Netflix. Anytime you go <laughs> to the PlayStation Store on the PS3, oh, my God, it takes forever. Okay, I can't wait. I can't wait until uh, they launch the HBO Go app. This sounds like a really minor thing, but, like, I, I still watch HBO Go on my Xbox 360 because it's not out on uh, PS4 yet, right? And it's so fucking slow. Like, you notice the difference so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it really it's just an opening app, so I love it. Yeah. Oh, you mean like just the, the booting up and everything? Oh yeah, dude. It, it, or what's up? So it flies, but well, it's not even booting up. Like you can, I'm playing Watch Dogs right now as I'm talking to you, and I can just hit the menu button, and I'm instantly in the menu, and I can switch over and watch Netflix in two seconds. Like there's literally, it'll just suspend the application, and I can go oh, right okay. back to Watch Dogs. And then when you go back to Watch Dogs, you'll be exactly where you were, right? Like it's yeah. just, yes, yeah, exactly. It just pauses. Right. It just suspends it, and then you can just yeah. yeah, like it's like running multiple apps on your phone. See, like that's like that's a weird thing that we don't think about, but like sometimes it takes a good five minutes just to get into a game. Sometimes, like because you turn on the thing, you plug in the game, and it's like right. there's an update. Like it all just takes so long. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, we're so spoiled. Like, I was having, I was playing Metro on the PS3, and, and I was having an issue because. For some reason, on the PS3 version, if you do, if, when you turn on the PS3, if the controller wasn't on when you turn on the PS3, 
it yeah. will not detect the controller. You have to restart the whole system for it to detect the controller in a game. Oh, really? And I have a Blu-ray remote, and 50% of the time I turn on the PS3 is to do something involving video, not a game. So I tend to just turn on the PS3 with the Blu-ray remote. I don't turn it on with the controller, and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to play a game. Let me turn on this controller, boot up Metro. Like, what the fuck is, what is wrong with my controller? I'm like, oh, man, that's right. I have to restart the whole system. <laughs> yeah. I, I go out of my way to use my PS4 controller with any game that's compatible that I'm playing on PS3, too. Like, I can't go back to that controller. Wait, wait, wait. The PS4 controller is compatible with the PS3? Yeah, for most games. Holy shit, I didn't know that. You gotta use a cord, though, which kind of sucks. Oh, it's not through, like, Bluetooth? Nah, I that way if it is. Oh, so, I mean, that makes sense. You just It just has the driver, so you plug it in with the cord. Right. Exactly, exactly, and it's and it's worth it. I mean, this controller is fucking sexy. Don't yeah, real good. It feels, it feels good in your hands, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, nice real and real good, thick black. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, is there anything else you guys want to talk about E3 that really stood out to you? Anything or? Do you want to go, you know, nah. end it from there? I mean, I'm wondering. I just saw it on IGN. I'm, I'm really, I'm wondering. They're saying 2015, but I'm wondering when everyone's going to abandon support for PS3 and Xbox 360. Because that is, it seems like, when we're really going to see next gen just like pull into a whole new era. You know, they can they 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 stop having to worry about. It uh, it, it took a, it took a while for. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, it took a while for like the the 360 and the and the PS3 to pick up. Yeah, it did, and they're saying it's happening at a rate that's like the adoption rate's much quicker this time, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess based as as much as everybody's talking about the PS4 outselling the Xbox One, I guess they're just they're both like essentially breaking records in terms of adoption rate. So. Yeah, which is great. Like, I guess the PS4 is the fastest selling platform of all time, and then I guess the Xbox One is no slouch. I think. Yeah. And the Wii U is picking up, but it's still not. A, it's I'm not sure how it is in comparison to Xbox One or PS4, but, but I'm in sh- terms of trans transitioning with the game, like I mean, we we got a lot of stuff that it looks like as far as like next gen exclusive stuff it looks like a lot of stuff not coming out until next year. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like I feel like that happened with the last with the with the last generation of games too. I mean, Xbox 360. I mean, I feel like. There was your launch titles. There was a few things that happened in 06, like Ghost Recon, Advanced Warfighter, and Gears of War. But I feel like there wasn't like huge standouts for until 2007. Yeah, very true. Yeah, I, yeah. Let these babies simmer, and they're gonna be they're gonna be moist and delicious probably by next year. Like a really nice. It's gonna be it's gonna be a nice cake, man. Shut up, I, Ben. What? I, I I think the stuff though that's really going to like break ground and like feel truly next gen are going to be the ideas that people are incorporating from indies like um i don't know if it'll be no man's sky but i don't i think it'll be in the spirit of games like that where people are taking like these minecrafty terraria type ideas from the from the indie title they're going to get some more money and they're going to take it a step farther i think that's where it's going to come yeah i got a question for chris or really for anybody that's interested, but I thought Chris would be the most excited about this. Okay. Uh, one more game, Bloodborne, because it, it looks like it's essentially the successor to Demon Souls. Is that supposed yeah. to be 
Project Beast was? Yeah, that's that's okay. the that's the From Software PlayStation Four exclusive uh-huh. game. That's that's essentially a Souls game. Um, I don't though. I don't know if it's confirmed that it's in that world or what. I don't know. The trailer looked interesting. It, looked, it definitely looked cool. So I mean, I didn't know, but if, if it's Dark Souls based, I don't know. It, it, it has me question. I, I don't. I don't. When one of these things was announced, I don't have to look at anything for them. I just know I'm gonna play it. So <laughs> that was really the only I knew I for or that Sony announced, right? That was like the main one. Bloodborne. Uh, I think so. Maybe. I, mm, there were some indie games. Oh, um, is it Azubu? Was it is it Azubu? I can't remember that da- that weird awkward name. The indie game from um, the with the light or something. Down oh. swimming in the ocean. Oh, uh, entwined. Entwined. No, entwined. It's not entwined. It's it's well, that's the one I was thinking of. Entwined is I, I know what entwined is, but it's the new game. It, I think it's from the creator of. Oh, it's from the guy from that game company, and the same composer Austin Wintery who worked on Journey. Mm-hmm. It began. I can't remember that name. Abzu or something like that. Or Abzu. Uh... <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. Yeah, it's called. Yeah, it's called Abzu. A B Z U. I don't know what you're talking about. Apparently, Entwined <laughs> isn't very good. <laughs> it's not. Uh, the review on IGN is a six out of ten. Oh. Well, that's not a good start, then. Hey, uh, uh, Chris. Yeah. I have a question, and for anybody else, yep. too. Um, what about the new Doom announcement? Oh, you know what? I forgot about that. That, that. that trailer was really short, but it got me excited for one reason, and one reason alone. is I, I think it's going to be a return to form because of one sound effect in that trailer. I, I wasn't the only one. Everybody's picking up on the door opening, the sound of the door opening was the sound from the original Doom, and yeah. everybody's picking up little hints from it, and I, that shit's intentional. Like, I feel like that is them saying, okay, we're not doing Doom 3, we're doing next generation Doom. Weird. Which has me excited. Because, yes, if I can have, like, a crazy running at 95 miles per hour Doom again, just with next generation graphics, I would be excited for that. I forgot about that one too. Wow. Also, the 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 design for that cyber demon looks nuts. Like, have you guys did you guys see the Doom trailer? It's just a teaser of a cyber demon. Yeah, I saw it. Like that, the character design, like the the whole because they had the voiceover talking about melding evil with machine and stuff. That yeah. looked incredible. It really did look like there was literally just a robot that it took robot parts to, and it was fused with a demon ah. it looks scary like I, I when i close my eyes i think about it like <laughs> oh, that's how awesome i like the character design i hope they like actually look like that in the game <laughs> that's fine when i close my eyes i think that's all i see it's just that <laughs> thing uh, oh, yes i'm excited for that then awesome. I, I mean i'm not like i'm not gonna get my hopes up or anything but it it it, that got me interested. I was just excited at the idea of that character design and the notion of they introduced that sound effect, which makes you feel like it's going to be a return to form. Good. Well, but I'm not going to set myself up for disappointment until 
until you actually disappoint it. <laughs> until you actually see the gameplay footage. Yeah. I see what it really is. Oh yeah, I feel you, man. Evidently, there's a multiplayer too because when the Wolfenstein: The New Order, they kept advertising that with the Doom beta, which nobody understands what that means yet. Oh. Yeah, there were trailers for Wolfenstein: The New Order, and at the end, it would be like pre-order and and and, uh, and get an invite to the Doom beta, and everybody's like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> oh shit! Well, more of a sensitive to get the New Order. Or the order, excuse me, shit. New no, order. what, New what or, do they mean, Doom Beta? Doom has never traditionally been a multiplayer game, so what do they mean? <laughs> I mean, oh. the first Doom had a multiplayer game, but, like, that's not what you think about when you think of Doom. No. God, no. So. Alrighty. Well, All right. I, th- I think it covers it for I E3. I think it does. So, gentlemen, it was awesome. I... I lost Josh here, unfortunately. I'm trying to get him back on the call, but I'm gonna continue on anyway. Sorry, Josh. It's been it's, Skype has really been a bitch this evening. Anyway, um, it's been really it's been really yeah, it's, it's been really awesome um, talking about E3 and a little bit of Hitman again. Sorry to our listeners. Throw out the full end of review. Uh, now, next episode, I have to ask Chris and Bendis. You guys have been doing a side quest of Dark Forces, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Star Wars games? Yeah. Do you want to be that? Do you want that to be your next episode? Like the next episode for the show? Or do you want to wait till after The Last of Us? I think we're ready. Uh, probably, because I think we were both talking. We both are probably ready to talk about this pretty soon. Yeah, I'm, pre- here. I'm prepared to do it. And, um, and right now I'm in the middle of my next playthrough of, of Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast and soon I'll start Jedi Academy so we'll okay. probably have a second parter so essentially to... this is actually going to be a two part side quest okay cool actually yeah because we're playing like one two three five games I think so holy shit alright well, well, but we'll, two, probably, well four we'll games probably and an expansion part. pack okay so. gotcha all right. So what will so what will the next episode be then? What will you two be talking about? We'll be talking about Star Wars uh, Dark Forces. All right. That's the first game, and then the second game is Star Wars Dark Forces Two Jedi Knight, along with the Star Wars Jedi Knight Mysteries of the Sith expansion pack. <laughs> oh, the the you... convention is so dumb, but yeah. Okay. Those are the three games we're going to be talking about in part one of the, I guess you'd call the Jedi Knight side quest. All right. Jedi Knight games, because, yeah. Sweet. Well, we're on the Last of Us after that. Yeah, we're doing Last of Us after that. After that. So Last of Us will be episode 38, and the Dark uh, Dark Forces will be um, episode 37, which will be Ben and Chris Chris's side quest. And then after The Last of Us, we'll be moved, uh, which is Josh's pick. Um, we do have a we do have a special guest on the show. It's not even though it's not guest uh, listener's choice, but we had a friend who expressed great interest in joining us. Uh, our uh, my friend Scott Crelly, who I've been working on a short film with, uh, he will be joining us for that conversation. Then after that, we we move on to my pick, uh, which is Fez, and then after Fez. It is. Is it a. It's Chris's pick, 
which is Metro Last Light. And then we're on to listener's choice for Jade Empire, which is which will be Michael Schenenberger. And then we have a group pick, God of War 3. I, I, though I anticipate that we might have to push Jade Empire back a little bit. Okay. Just because it's not, it's not, it's an RPG and it's not as long as others, but it is a little longer, so. Okay. And two of us don't have it yet, so. Well, if, at the rate we're going, it may, we may have, you may have enough time to actually acquire the game. And don't forget, the Steam sale is going on. It's coming up soon, guys. Prepare your wallets. <laughs> <laughs> Steam sale, huh? Wait, you know for sure that it's going on sale? Oh, uh, how can uh, I it's, it's for sale on GOG. How much? It's on GOG right now for, on sale? Yeah, how it's, much like, it? it's like it's like two ninety nine, I think. Shut oh! oh, the fuck up. When does that end? Uh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> what are you asking for? What is GOG? I'm sorry. Uh, good old games. GOG dot com. It's non it's non DRM PC games the way God intended. The way God intended. <laughs> they're, they're free, DRM free. Not intended. Yeah, you didn't know that GOG is DRM free. Yeah, whoever. I mean, shit, man. Like you can just give it to Josh <laughs> to run on anything. Is it? Is that way you don't have to. Is there a Mac version though? We don't know. Oh, no, I don't know. I have to price I'll have to see my Xbox version then. It's seven forty nine. Seven. What is it? Seven forty nine. Oh, I saw it for cheaper earlier. Maybe it's like a time thing. Oh mm. shit! Get on that. Get on that. Yeah. Oh, well, they have the well. Dog has got the twenty fourteen DRM free summer sale special. So. So. Okay, let them talk. Your twenty four hour right. flash thing. Guys, this has been awesome. And for the listeners, thank you for tuning in. Uh, We will be back. uh, Actually, Chris and Ben will be back with episode 37, or Star Wars Dark Forces. Uh, You can find everything co-op mode reviews. You can find on Twitter, Facebook. Also, we do have a site, www.co-opmodereviews.com, which was made by ours truly, Josh Ackerman. Don't... Please don't be harsh on the site. It's still under construction. But because Josh is a very busy, busy man. So, hey, he's doing his best. But as far as we know, you can stream the episodes from there too. Also, we are on iTunes as well. Please subscribe to us and and, and leave rate us, comment. Nothing less than five stars. That way, you know, like, that's how we roll. We are a five-star group and we don't give a shit. Middle fingers in the air, boys. Woo! Not that really. Anyway, that was really 90s and really horrible, so I'm just going to end it right there. Take care. For, guys, thank you for listening. I We are out of here, and I'm going to bed. So, peace out. Bye. Bye.